ho. Mecca Heine. Mecca Heine ho. So, you know, I just like to tell anyone who tunes in today. Yes. Or, or hears this later. We d- we're starting at nine o'clock. It's technically nine o'clock. Technically, but it's but it's really eight o'clock. In our hearts and minds. And if you really want to get technical, it's who knows o'clock. <laughs> because this this thing is, you know, so, some years, I think I think maybe last year, for, on Content Content, we discussed it, the arbitrariness of time, how it's actually man-made. That is true. How it's something that we all agree to. Indeed. And how... When they first introduced the concept of time, mm. people were pissed off. As people well they felt, should be. Yeah. They felt like it was restrictive, that it was taking away their freedom. Sort of like how we feel some people about the vaccine and, and other things that are happening now in the world. Um, time was like that at one point. Time was something that people, they were like, what do you mean? You know, you're going to put time and we have to follow time and we have to be guided by time so that's an interesting thing you know like to just think about how how arbitrary time is and it's just like money where we we all agree that this piece of paper has this value it's just an understanding and agreement we all have and we're so used to time and being constrained by by time that we have no idea what it would be to not be constrained by time so we couldn't even imagine feeling like we were being robbed of something that we never had (laughs) so the freedom to like not have time yeah we were born it's it's kind of it's kind of like that uh that story of the cave you know where the person's born in this cave never been outside of the cave it's like a down you know well the cave can be wherever you want and they're they're in there they 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 live their life there and some people have talked about you know hey listen outside there's this whole earth with trees and all kinds of stuff no one believes it they think this guy's off his rocker what an airhead what a goofball he comes down here and draws all these images of of this alien life stuff that you know these animals that he says runs around um (laughs) and they never believed this person so they knew the cave that's all they knew and uh you know i i i kind of i have to say time to me is is a is a very weird thing it's a very like um can't i can't even imagine not having time you know like how would that even be like how do you you know for this for this system to work time was essential yes to know what time you're you're starting work to know what time what when your flight leaves even your age clocking your age is even necessary because well when do i get my retirement well when do i you know oh oh we'll put that at this age we'll put that and then you can have these conversations the the without time you know it would be very unspecific and and the system wouldn't really be able to dictate what normal is there would be very little room for like a a unanimous normal so what do you think of my time spiel there Derek? well mike you know i as usual i completely agree it does make me think and maybe we talked about this last year too is it like arizona who were like refuses to participate in daylight savings time Cheers to Arizona. I mean, shout out Arizona yeah. today because um, good for them. They're like, them. we don't care that 49 states do it. It's stupid. Yeah. We don't like it. And you can adjust to us. Okay. Sometimes we're two hours. Sometimes we're three hours. Yeah. You figure it out. Yeah, it is what it, <laughs> all it is. I know our time. Is it's 11 o'clock right now. And that's yeah. all I care. And about. that's enough for us. <laughs> you know, it's, they, you know, they probably were like, you know what? We compromised way back when. We yeah. gave into this time thing. Yeah, we never should have done that. Okay. Yeah, we never should have done that. And now you want us to adjust and change to why? Because some some freaking guy wanted to have some extra daylight during the summer, <laughs> so he can be you know swimming you know it's a little bit later. It's always sunny in Arizona. We don't care. Like 
Yeah. The sun's coming up or down, whatever. It's such but an, it, it so is man-made. A, it is a great point, though, that, uh, gosh, it is a hallmark of the Mammon system to make a material out of absolutely everything, including time itself. Yeah, yeah to make um, it measurable, sellable. You right. give us this many hours a week, Half we'll hour. give you this. If right. you give us an extra hour, we'll give you that. Right, right. And it seems to me that without this hyper-focus on time, increments of time, that it was probably a lot easier for people to uh, be, to like listen to their body and and feel yeah. like the natural rhythms of one's own body and one's own like environment and and honestly like the earth at large yeah um because uh, i don't know maybe this is a different point but like something like health and uh, the health sciences you know is trying to say that every time you do this this will happen but it's probably the case that sometimes you just need a little more sleep than you otherwise normally do. Mm-hmm. It's probably not always the case that every single night you need eight hours of sleep. You need it. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I mean, by the way, we never get it, but, uh, which is, again, another discussion about time. But there's probably certain times in one's life where you need more of this or less of that. Um, but so much of the mammon system is built on, like, stamping down how we feel uh to conform <laughs> to yeah get you to go to work even though you don't want to yeah uh, and um yeah i mean i had a i had a, a teacher tell me one time uh, a, a history teacher that i really liked said the most valuable th- the most expensive the most valuable thing you were you will ever have is your time yeah. Um, because if it is going to be a material thing, which it very much is, as you've said, like, man, oh man, we're in this incarnation for such a small, relatively small period of time. And the universe is ever expanding, totally infinite. Um, and we're here for like a grain of sand of it. The time, So what you choose to do, what you are made to do, is so incredibly important. It is so much more valuable on the on the global stock market than any car, any house, any boat, yeah. any like mutual fund you could have. Um, and it is unfortunate, I guess, to think about how much of our time we do not get to have. Quite frankly, so much of our time is stolen from us. Um, by all sorts of things. And, you know, that's a delicate thing, too, because I think, you know, a lot of people work jobs of toil where for hours that are too long, um, and that time is stolen from you. Um, however, something like obligations and responsibilities to the people around you, I don't think that's stolen time. I think that's, like, even though time is a commodity, if we were to have complete control of our time and we were just like laying around all day, that wouldn't be good either. So, you know, taking time, shoot, if we didn't have to work so much, we could take time for other people in our lives more. Uh, And I am of the belief that uh, it would make the world a much better place. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's the typical like symbol we're obsessed with the symbols and i don't know where that um comes from necessarily but it's alan watts's thing of the world is very wiggly it's just wiggly lines but we got to figure out how to navigate through it so we draw the grid over it but we're obsessed right. with the grid. Yeah, totally is we're obsessed it totally with is. it only takes me 20 minutes to make this chicken dish because i do not have any more time to make dinner for my family because I have to do X, Y, and C. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, there are so many examples of really time obsessed, um, like already acting on the presumption that, well, you're never going to have enough time to do all the stuff that you need or want to do. So there's lots of uh, 
quick tips and uh, you know fa- fast ways to uh, like uh, what are they called shortcuts and uh, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and then the uh, one of one I think one of the flowing off what you're saying, and and I think one of the worst outcomes possible um, in relation to time for a human being is to use to use time as a constraint and then try to maximize what you do within a certain time frame and for that to be the game that you play on yourself i know they put it in now that is cruel that is something (laughs) that is something very mean that we do to ourselves right so yes so so you have this amount of time not much this this idea of time right it's 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 not really if you think about it time there's nothing real about time no there really isn't there's nothing we're never and if you want to get you know funny about it we're never present because what we're experiencing is delayed blah 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 we can go and get silly about it you know with science if we want to (laughs) but what what i'm saying is you know it's this measured thing that we've created. It's on, it's, it's back to like, we create our problems, you know, we create time and then we create this idea that the greatest thing you can do is as many things as possible with an X time frame that you've, that you've also created that idea that by, by, by the time I'm 21, I want this and this and this and this. And you've so you set up all these expectations and these you know things when when you really really lock yourself into time and use time as sort of your master you know we should be the master of time not time be the master of us true we should be um you know back to my old favorite you know in it but not of it we're in time but we're not like a part of time we made time so we should have the ability to be to like be very flexible and take time with a grain of salt, right? We should we should theoretically be able to do that. And and that's all in our head. Like pretty much everything else. You know, it really is all in our head. The 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 addiction to to time and, and even time management and um you know I I I do you know in order to I do believe in our current state. So I don't want to like completely bash time because we're, we're in it. We we're in this thing. We all have this understanding. We celebrate our birthdays. Um, you know, is that a a year from when you were born according to what we agreed on? Yes. You know, so, you know, you know, we can always get funny about all that stuff, but you know, we can use it as a guide to schedule, to meet each other, to, you know, to live our lives. But I think, you know, time, time is only bad when it becomes something that you feel like is creeping up on you. Like it's coming for you. Time is coming for me. Um, I've only got this much time left. Even if I'm, you know, like if you're thinking thoughts like by the time I get to this age, it'll be too late. Or, you know, then time is like a big monster coming for you. And I think that that is like the the bad side of time, you know, like, whereas the using it in a healthy way is to stay organized, to make sure you, you meet people to be to be at work at a time when people are needing you to be there. You know, like, I think the perspective that's healthy is like, time as a scheduling thing, but not time as like a monster who who's coming for you. And if you don't, check off all this stuff by the time by the time time comes you know uh <laughs> then you're like a bad person or you messed up or there's no turning back and i think that that's like a probably a big like trigger for depression and giving up like oh my god yeah setting up a like okay by the time i'm this i need to be x y and z and then that was always something you thought of and then let's say whatever it was, you sh- by thirty you you wanted all this stuff in the bag, right? And then you get to thirty, 
and like you've had it and lost it and this and that and now you're like nowhere land and you know that's really gonna feel like crap because you had this solid expectation based on time so it's you know i don't know time i think time is uh nobody's buddy uh but nobody's enemy either unless you make it your enemy it's it's sort of time is very flexible in your mind you know i think it's very flexible in your mind it's it's rigid and it's 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 re- you know back to alan watts it's really it's like knowing that time is rigid but knowing that life is flexible and squiggly mm-hmm. at, at the same time, like letting those two things exist at once, I think is the most healthy way to deal with time. Right, what say you? I, don't know. Uh, I, I agree, man. And, and yeah, like um, we've touched on this before too, but you know, it's probably the case that our way of measuring time is technically inaccurate and Oh yeah, big time. Um, like no, no time itself, like probably can't actually be measured because even that is still a personal, yeah, uh, like ex- experiential kind of thing. Um, where some hours just seem like you're at work, like oh my god, yeah. it's only ten o'clock. But then, yeah, you know, you happen to go on vacation, you're like, it's Friday already. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, it's that so, state of flow. Remember, we were talking about that a couple times. Precisely. And yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like, um, it's like any kind of s- system of symbols that like, well, the idea of it isn't necessarily evil. Like, like give people names and we remember some things about people when we meet them um, so that next time we see them, we can say, oh yeah, his name's Mike. And he likes that, and we can grow our yeah. Our brain works that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of, kind of need to put things in places and store them in that right cabinet in the brain somewhere, just so and, we can retrieve it. Right, and I think you could say that in doing that, we enhance our experience. Um, but it is also still true that I think, like you're saying at the beginning, that time itself was probably invented by the Mammon system. Uh, and that regular folks didn't want to do that because they probably saw it for what it is. Um, gosh, like how would you have a work day? This is uh, like a question that makes no sense. How could you have a work day if you didn't have time? Well, like, yeah, I got something for that a little bit. I was thinking about I was thinking about a couple things. First, first thing that I thought about was. Um, when uh my youngest he he really doesn't <clears throat> align well with with the time that was invented um he wouldn't sleep at that you know he's doing better now like um through different strategies and stuff and sleeping but he wouldn't sleep you know when when we are all sleeping and then i even researched that there's there's certain people so i was wondering if that was him at one point um where they're just it's legit they're wired to have this different sleeping pattern um they sleep at certain times it's just their body and so i think that you know the the mammon system tends to um think we're dummies in a sense you know and we need to be told what to do and how to do it to keep us on in line and on board and not make a mess of everything because we're just you know, a bunch of goofies running around this planet in skin, you know? That's right. that's how I feel the mammon sees me. Oh, definitely. And so there's, oh, God, there's a poem, um, and it says, uh, they think that we're stupid, but the real problem is when we start to behave stupidly for ourselves right so it's like what i'm trying to say there is we would probably this is just a 
something I'm throwing out there, be just fine without time. But because of the system's need for control and lack of, you know, I, I believe that those people who have those different schedules, they'd end up doing stuff that has to be done at different times. Naturally. Yes. Totally Those agree. people who I think we we were like we were created and wired diversely to naturally and organically do this thing called life and living and be content. And I think that that is probably why those first people who time and scheduling was applied to, like and and agreed to. Um, why they fought back is because they understood the flow. They still had, see, we could never understand what that flow is anymore of like, that's why we're, we're asking these questions. Like, how did they, or how would they, because it's so foreign. I have no idea. <laughs> to organically and not have to be told, go do this at this time. Like mm -hmm. they would, me. it means they would organically like, oh, we need to go. And, you know, we know this, we got to sow the seeds in the field or we got to, you know, that's, that's coming up. We can tell by the, the way the sun is, or, you know, they just had this, like, they would just, it's more of a connection that's like natural and it's not, you know, then we go into this, you know, uh, playing God, you know, the more we advance, the more we play God and the more we, you know, continue in that direction from with even AI we're making AI in our image uh and you know like like I said that time uh it's scary because one remember I told you I was watching that documentary on one of the main guys at the forefront of AI who's even affiliated with the AI church somehow <laughs> <clears throat> and he was you know excuse my language on Sunday morning a real asshole yeah. So we have this complete asshole making AI in his image. So it's kind of like, oh man, you know, <laughs> he's the worst guy <laughs> to make it. You know, and, and you got to you got to think too. You know, like that that Old Testament has some rings of that too. You know, Good point. of making making God in in some some not so great guy's image. <laughs> um. So like, you know, there's there's always this thing where we're fed, we're programmed. And that, you know, one, one of the things that, are, you know, as we've done our show and, and I've, I've thought over these years about different things is we, you know, we have to unbecome unprogrammed from, t from time, what we're told, what, what should be expected of us by a certain age, what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing on Saturday or on Sunday or on Monday, you know, because, it messes with you, you know, because like, who's to say you can't, why can't Monday be your Sunday? You know what I mean? Like, why can't Monday be your Sunday this week and then Wednesday be your Sunday the week after that? And then, um, you know, and it reminds me too, you know, like one of, one of my, f actually it's funny because I was thinking about this. Um, one of the best days I've ever had, because um, my wife's doing a, like a mother-son trip. So I thought about this the other day was a father son day that I did with my youngest and we cut school. I cut work, he cut school and we went to Playland and you know we rode to like the water uh it's like this you know those those things, like what are they like a log fume, flume they call oh, it. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a short ride but you get soaked. Sure, sure. <laughs> rode that all day and we kept getting our shirts soaked and we were like you want to do it again and, <laughs> and my point is that we disrespected time yes in a big way mm -hmm. times time responsibility it said you go to work you go to school this is not the day for that you can do that on saturday or sunday right and we said screw time screw everything and we did something and I think that part of, you know, because I, I thought about that day and I was like, you know, because you do so many things in life and you never know what you you give your time to so many things in life. Right. And you expect certain things to give you back something and they don't. 
And then certain things that you had no expectation that it would give you back anything can give you back the most. Mm. And I feel like as I thought about that day and why it made me so happy, there was something, maybe it's the rebel in me, there was something wonderful about just flying in the face of every expectation and just saying, no, today is beautiful outside and we're going to make today a great day to do something like this, which, which shouldn't be done today. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, a little bit of that sprinkled over time and order and, and uh, scheduling can, can really be cool. And I'm very sorry, but I forgot to plug in my uh, power to the Mac. I will be right back. <laughs> so you you go on, sir. Can you still, you'll still hear me. Um, yeah, it, this is now making me think, and it's a great point, Mike. And the, I think we all probably could have some examples, some moments where we did take time. We did subvert the expectation of time. Um and ooh, it feels good. You know, you ever just take a random day off from work, just a Wednesday? And it's like, I'll be back tomorrow, but I can't be there today. <laughs> um, and in a way, this discussion of uh, time is a microcosm of absolutely everything in the world. Um, because, you know, I never noticed, Mike, that you got candles in the... On the bookshelf there. Yes, sir. That is very... You light those before the show? Sometimes. <laughs> I also have a violin there. I think I... Oh, a no. Violin? It's coming from you, the violin. I didn't know Where's that. Where's that? Is that a violin back there? Uh, oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Right here? Yeah. Hey, it's actually a guitar. Guitar, okay. okay. It's made out of wood, though. It looks like a violin. Kind of. Okay. I got power. You got power? Yeah, but I got to switch some settings here because I lost. This. Yeah, I can hear myself uh, talking back. Yeah. Too far. I was too far away. Reactivation is the blue teeth. Yes, sir. Here we go. And now I got to do one more thing. Plug it in, plug it in. You got it. Okay. I think we're good, right? In a way, this discussion of time is a microcosm for the entire universe because, and almost everything that we talk about on Content Content, which is we can complain as much as we would like to about the state of the world. Uh, and something like time, such a universal, <laughs> a universal oppressor, a universally <laughs> oppressive <laughs> system. It, it kind of is. But Mike, no matter how or much it can you, be, it can be. It can be. Um, no matter how much you and I complain about it, uh, we in this lifetime are not going to be able to eliminate the notion and the system of time, much as I would like to. And I'll fight every friggin' day till I can. It's connected to everything we do, man. This is true. Everything. Thereby making it more difficult. So, the question is, the same question that the Buddha was faced underneath the Bodhi tree so many years Whoa. ago. Here we go. Is there is suffering. But I don't want to do it. And <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> there is suffering. But I really don't like it and I don't want to. It yeah. doesn't matter. So, what are you going to do about it? And mm. the first and foremost thing, again, in the realm of the Buddha, is do not allow yourself to be continuously or even frequently bothered by this. Yeah. Uh, bothered by its existence. Because, yeah. again, that is uh, slamming your head against the wall. So then how does one operate in time in such a way that you don't drive yourself crazy? Because I do think it is set up, particularly nowadays, Again, we'll just speak for Americans. Yeah. It is set up to make you run on fumes yeah. for years and years until by the time you're old, your body doesn't work anymore, your brain is toast, and you don't even know what time is anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, it can be. I mean, if, if, if you really submit to time fully, I don't see how that couldn't happen, what you just described. 
Definitely. I mean, I have become more and more grossed out by this hustle and grind culture. Did you see this week, Mike? Oh, boy. I mean, this is just so American. I could cry. Um, a much maligned woman uh, by the name of uh, Kim Kardashian said in some sort of interview that she was doing that if she had any advice uh, for women, mm -hmm. I think, and again, forgive my language, but I am quoting Miss Kardashian here. I think she said her advice would be to get your ass up and start effing working. Oh, that's, well, you know what? Look, you know, listen, I don't know the context and everything, but I'll, I'll tell you, that is a very mammon-based uh, <laughs> comment. So I, I applaud so. her for because she serves the mammon well. She does. And I applaud her for keeping the, the line clear. <laughs> so I'll give her some credit because she is a she is an absolute representative of the mammon system. She plays for one team only. One team and one team only, and there's no doubt about it. Um <laughs> So she's listen. That's like that's like a a fundamentalist telling she. That's equal to a fundamentalist telling you, accept Jesus today or you're going to hell. Definitely might offend you know a lot of people. Might make right. them hate hate the whole religion. Mm -hmm. But that's the party line, right? So Kim's listen. As offensive as I know, oh man, my God, what a trigger, huh? As as I, I can imagine why why it's news and how pissed off many women are who probably work their asses off of or course. don't want to, which is their whatever the, that's their prerogative. Absolutely. Um, but in all fairness, if you follow Kim Kardashian, if you're a genuine follower, mm -hmm. you would not be offended by that. Uh, yeah. Um, I just think it is. And that's why I'm surprised you're even bringing it up because I know how much you follow Kim Kardashian, Derek. That is very true. I how have been important a, yeah. her philosophies are to you. That's correct. And how she lives this life. To put it briefly, I keep up with the Kardashians, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I but, couldn't help myself. <laughs> for a woman who... Many Americans have bemoaned for many years, has no t uh, discernible talents. <laughs> except, except making a buck and manipulating media. Oh, that is the thing. It's that That's the, the reason, I presume, the reason why Kim Kardashian feels it's okay and feels it's actually important to tell everybody to start effing working is because she feels like she works really hard. And that be, it is because she has worked very yeah. hard. That, and I'm not here to say that. Yeah, she, and it, it has nothing to do with the family she came from, the, the part of the world she was in, the media attention that she got for, for uh, I think it was a sex tape originally. I believe so. Um, it's nothing to That was working really hard, I bet. Not to well, be too critical here, but <laughs> it wasn't really hard work that put her on the map. So she's not even, you know... I don't want to poke too much fun at at, at her, but right, right. She right. it's not exactly like she hit the world stage working hard. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, no pun intended here, but she was hardly working. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for Sunday for such a uh, <laughs> that was not the right Sunday morning uh, thing to say, but <laughs> more more accurately, I just wanted to be accurate. I didn't want to, you know, and I mean. <laughs> It does say something about the the uh, foolhardy uh, idea of trying to homogenize everyone's experience because oh, sure. you have all That's... these self help people who say there are and I mean maybe they're like less prevalent now but you know it's like Wall Street attitude yeah that well no you have to work eighty hours a week. Because there might be some guy who works eighty, who works eighty-two, 82. hours a week. Mm. So then you need to, and that's yeah. how you, that's how you become successful is you yeah. sacrifice your body, your relationships, 
any semblance yeah. of a social or personal life, you have to be willing to sacrifice your entire self into this meat grinder. Yeah. And then you'll maybe uh, at least increase your odds of being quote unquote successful. Yeah. Which of course, and, the and... irony being is if you have already sacrificed your entire self, if you are successful, there will be nothing left to be successful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's interesting too because I like how you you know, we're all in these bubbles. Okay? I'm in my bubble. I'm in my uh philosophical bubble and uh you know, I have these like some you know, like these far out perspectives on some stuff on on the world and different things. Now, would I um expect unless it was someone see that's the thing about about someone like her i know that there's certain things that are maybe only for a few people in my circle right um and but i'm super i try to be super respectful of everyone else's bubble Right. And I think that there is because the ego is on someone like her is so immense. And because everyone is catering so much, everyone around her immediately is yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. You're, You're great, 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 great. Amazing. <laughs> How can we be like you? And you know what? Maybe here we hear something. Maybe what if what if like she's in this uh, little bubble and that a that applies to her bubble because maybe she has all these privileged people who want to be just like her, but they're lazy. So maybe that, that statement is good for her little bubble. Um, which is like the 1% of the 1%, you know, because you, now you're looking at the 1% and then you're looking at the 1% of the 1% who are like very attractive, who, who are, you know, are going to get into fashion and making perfumes and stuff like that. I mean, this is a, this is a very, very niche circle she's in. Definitely, um, definitely. Yeah. So like, so yeah, while that's probably rings true and made sense to the intern that works for her, who's yeah. just lazy right. and, you know, is always sipping mimosas and going to the parties and not, not putting in that work. I'm trying uh, to be that, I'm trying to be that guy, by the way. Yeah. So, <laughs> So that might apply to that person because that same you know, maybe she's just annoyed because that same person is like nothing ever works for me and I and I'm not and she's like but all you do is fucking hang out like you don't you don't you don't get up at eight and like you're never even at the meetings you know like right. like you know that's her little world right mm -hmm. um, but it just shows you know the danger of anyone being too wrapped up in their little circle whether it be far left far right middle. Uh, non-affiliated, uh, alien cult, whatever it is, you know, whatever's floating your boat mm -hmm. in your little group, you've got to leave space for, and, and at least have the awareness and, and objectivity um, to be like, this is where I'm at. I know I'm a little this way. So, I mean, it's not really fair to me to throw this at the greater uh, population and expect them to just grab it, you know. Right. But, you know, with someone like her, I'm pretty sure she completely does not care because about the the backlash of this. Because for someone like her in that position, see, they're in win-win celebrities are these days are in win-wins almost all the time there's only one thing that hurts a real big celebrity and that is um if they do something that is at the height of not being cool you know what i mean <laughs> right like right. even cosby like yeah. back in the days when it when he was doing jokes about slipping something in the, you know this spanish wine <laughs> back then it was cool it was okay right you know it's like oh yeah <laughs> right okay. it was all good back then but then when it was not all good he had to suffer for it so that's right. the only time those people pay for their sins is when you know 
they get to a point where whatever it is they're doing becomes very unacceptable to the mainstream. Yes. Um, so as long as other than those moments, celebrities, as long as they're in the press, as long as they're getting exposure, as long as they're being talked about, it's a plus. Right. It's all good. So I think, you know, for her, this is probably like, she'll do more interviews. She'll clarify. She'll, <laughs> she'll, you know, and then, she, you know, at the same time, here's a million bucks to, to just show up with this lipstick and of course, right. Take a picture with it. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's an, it's a very, you know, it's a, it's a weird, it's just a weird part of our time. Would certainly. <laughs> certainly, it's just that. Like, I don't really, I don't really give too much to it, you know. And and I could see how a lot of people got pissed off. I know I went on a kind of like a rant about different things, but I could see how people would get pissed off that she said that. It's not that aren't in her little bubble, right? Right. Because if you take that and tag it on like ninety, like I said, ninety nine percent of the world, they pretty much have a right to be pissed off at that, right? <laughs> I think so. And I was gonna, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it speaks to the relativity of work and honestly the relativity of experience <clears throat> because realistically, let's, let's be as generous as we possibly can. A work day, Monday, to Kim Kardashian. I mean, first off, she's a mother. She's raising uh, three kids, maybe. Is she she's, making breakfast? I mean, look, let's probably let's be not. There. Let's be generous. <laughs> is she, all she's, right. She's slinging some pop tarts. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> probably not. But uh, hey, mm -hmm. um, I think and, you know what? Did they eat? That's that's her. <laughs> have they eaten? She's like, they, have have they eaten type of mother? Have they eaten? <laughs> yes. All right. As co as compared to our mothers who were not have they eaten type of yeah, mothers, yeah. they were oh my god these kids have to eat, mm -hmm. um, and you know let's be honest she's going through a messy divorce okay so that's that's in the in the <laughs> in the mix here too so it's it's quite you know it's quite amazing though gosh go ahead keep going and then in terms of the work stuff um you know she she obviously has multiple brands and products and stuff so she probably has an office that she goes to or she has some meetings during the day maybe they're shooting a tv show or whatever so she has to go to a location I'm sure she's in lots of hair and makeup and all this kind of stuff and you know I, maybe she does work till you know six seven eight o'clock at night sometimes uh comes home has to do the mom thing again dealing with the divorce um, so that certainly sounds like a full day of stuff yeah, to most do. Definitely. Um, but I don't think many people would, uh, argue that it's not like she's a coal miner. It's not like, uh, uh Botox is the breakfast for champions as Navi says, <laughs> you know, it's not like, I mean, she's not working at a sweatshop making iPhones for 16 hours a day. Um, right. So it's difficult, but nevertheless. I, I think it's she, the, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Nevertheless, she feels like she's working really as hard as she possibly could. Uh, meanwhile, you know, humans built the pyramids at one point. Yeah. And I, I think that it's so, it's so in her circle. That's what that is. You know, it's, it's like, she's you know she's putting in work she's putting in hours it doesn't look like work for the rest of us but it's not easy i'm sure she gets tired she doesn't want to go to this shoot she yeah. probably doesn't even need this extra million but she has no. to like she has to like do it because if she doesn't do it then she'll get someone upset because that they have a bigger deal with and that's like a favor and you know like she has to deal with plenty of stuff, you know, something she has to suppress that doesn't go to the media. Oh, they got this, you know, oh, I have to pay this person off so they don't publish this. Um, you know, like this. It, it, it does sound stressful. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not saying it's easy, but I can, I, you know what it is? It's like, I could see, um, it's like I said, you know, I really believe that, you know, it's like we're all in our bubble um, and we, we're all like, you know, we can complain about different things, but when when I walk past a guy, you know, it it's a pers you know I have a perspective smack in the face every day. 
no matter what mood I'm in, there's there's a guy who stands in front of the church who I don't know if he's scamming. I don't know his whole history. Excuse me. But, you know, I've given him money and he's got the, the, the most sunny perspective. He's saying hello to everybody and it's like, you know, he's on the street asking for money. And I don't know, you know, maybe he's he's got more money than me, but I'm just saying the way that I use it for myself is that, you know what, it puts me in a good space where I'm like, I could be homeless. I could be, you know, and I think that when people are too much in their bubbles, they forget that stuff. And it is good to have or be in situations that sort of smack you a little bit to, you know, cause, and give you some like unasked for downward comparisons, you know, like you didn't, ones you didn't ask for, you just kind of forced you, upon you because you're in a, a different environment or you see something or you're at least open to it. And I think that's very important because we can get lost in our bubbles and we can get lost in our troubles and our things. And we, you really knew, you know, in my opinion, it is very important to get outside of your bubble and your normal and your, your, you know, if you're, if you're corporate, if you're nine to five, if you're blue collar, if you're, if you're unemployed, if whatever you're, you are, you're recovering from something or, you know, it is always good to be social, meet other kinds of people, be open to different um, opinions and things like that, um, especially like as we go back into the new normal, because I mean, it's right around the corner. We're practically there already. Things, you know, thank God, look like they're they're heading in a in a good direction for all of us. And, you know, we're none of us. I'm going to go into something a little different because um, this is something I've been thinking about, like none of us understand or ever will what happened to all of us throughout the pandemic great point man why because it's impossible because we can't go and look at another group that wasn't in the pandemic and say well look at them look how they are right and then look at us we have nothing to compare to because the whole world went through it so we will do all this i'm pretty sure i'm not i'm not a science major uh or anything major but <laughs> if, if for that matter but i'm sure to do this sort of scientific data you need to compare <laughs> right so right. you need to have the control so all you behavioral scientists out there all hopped up and excited <laughs> about studying the results of the pandemic yes. good freaking luck be finding yeah something to compare it to and figure you will you will never get anywhere because we're all the same we've all been through it so that whole thing was just to say that that in my for myself i threw that out the door and all i'm doing is focusing on the things i learned the things i wanted to do you know that i had mad time to think that i never would have had and I'm going to guard the lessons I learned with everything I have, and I'm going to try to live the life that wisdom and time to think told me I should be. Because it's going to be so easy right now to go right back into the same exact behaviors as always because of the excitement and of being everything's back and now i can you know jump back into the groove of everything mm -hmm. and i'm fighting that with everything that i have because i feel like i learned a lot and i don't want to lose it and i don't want the pandemic to be for nothing and nothing good to have come out of it for me personally and um you know that's the reason that that came out came up to me is because we were talking about the the social bubbles. I don't want to be in my social bubble. I want to meet with different people, with family, 
with friends. I want to be more social. These are things that I've I thought about in the pandemic. I want to be with certain people. I don't want to be with people that I'm forced to be with. I want to be with who I want to be. You know, like all these things that kind of happen, I can see them slipping through our fingers as soon as everything goes. Yeah. And I'm fighting tooth and nail, like, internally, you know, like in my soul and my spirit to not lose that, the wisdom that was gleaned from the pandemic and the time and the time to meditate, to think, to, to read that I'd never would have had. And uh, I think a big thing of it is, is the social aspect. We have a chance, all of us have a chance that no one really ever had in, in the last hundred years to actually, you know, we always say to ourselves, man, I wish I could kind of hit a reset button. I wish I could kind of start over. And in a way, as we go back to the, the normal, we do have a chance to hit a reset because we are like two years blanked out. Everything that was before isn't. So when we come back to, to this new normal, as they call it, we don't have to. We have this chance. It's a fresh slate. Mm -hmm. And all I'm saying is, you know, in connection with bubbles, with time constraints, with all these different things, I want to jump back in the, the pool, but I, I don't want to jump into the same pool. It's a different pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, it's a great point. And that's a, this is the perfect time to reiterate that point. That, um, yeah, I mean, all throughout this, we've said this is such a, such a strange thing to have gone through. It's so sort of abnormal in the modern world that it can't mean nothing. And now we're really, we will, in between now and like, you know, May, June, July, you will feel the pressure of to just oh yeah forget that the pandemic ever happened and some of that is intuitive some of it's like yeah i just don't even want to think about wearing a stupid mask or watching yeah. freaking fauci on the tv like, i just want to forget all of it um it's like a survival thing. look <laughs> yeah, i know and look some of that's legit some of that needs to be just deleted from the memory box however like you said me myself personally the things that affected you personally the things that you did personally can and in my opinion should be very meaningful and definitely i mean when does i mean life as as i often think to myself life is like standing in a wind tunnel of time and things are just rushing past you and it's that thing my uncle joe says that the days are long but the years are short and next thing you know you're 30 and next thing you know you're like i'm 45 years old next thing you know you're i'm 68 um yeah that there's almost no one gets afforded the ability to have life come to the grinding halt mm -hmm. that it did during all of this. And you know, you already see, I mean, Eric Adams has said, everybody's stop working from home. You got to go back to the office, even though there were. Oh, is that the Goldman Sachs guy? Um, no, Eric Adams is the mayor, but also the, the Goldman mayor. Sachs oh, okay. Guy, Sorry. Uh, in see how good I am with names. <laughs> I don't even know my own, my own mayor's name. But no, that was great story. Goldman Sachs, big dog, you know, mm -hmm. he tells everyone, come back to work tomorrow. Only half came back. I was, that was hilarious. Respect. I mean, shout out. <laughs> that to was so folks. funny. So like, everybody come back tomorrow. Like, yeah, all right, chief. I'm not doing <laughs> that, man. I'll see you on Zoom. Yeah. But I mean, after all the op-eds that were written about like, this is going to change the economy. It is work from home the new future? 75% yeah. of Americans, according to the study, so I've shown that they're going to... And even Joe Biden came out and said, work from home. we got to stop doing this. And, you know, it is worth mentioning that the pandemic did interrupt the mammon system in a way that uh, I don't think it necessarily was able to completely reckon with. Now, as we had tremendous upward mobilization of wealth, the billionaires became more billionaires time and time again. Anytime you have any crisis, yeah, yeah. the wealth starts shooting upward and is taken from people. That's what the mammoth system does. But you know how, you know clearly... how I see the, I have a picture. It's just 
just real quick, then you can go back. Yeah. I have a picture of the wealthy, like during the pandemic. You know, it's a wonderful life. You ever seen that movie? <laughs> yeah. You know, when the bartender's making fun of the angel and he's like, look, another angel's got wings. Ding, 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 ding. I feel like yeah. that's the 1% during the pandemic on the cash register. Like, yeah. Ding, ding. Oh, look, another this. Ding, ding, oh. ding, ding. Oh, oh, ding, 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 ding. You know, like every moment they're just <laughs> opening that register and they're getting wings, you know? Sorry. <laughs> they Go were ahead. sure getting wings, man, I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, you know, for a lot of reasons, we will feel the push to, and, and, and it's like, don't let them take that from us. This was a really weird thing. And it was a chance to like hit the reset, like you said. And I mean, in a way you could argue that a person could do that at any point during their life, but I would counter by saying, well, it's, it's harder to do when you are in that Monday to Tuesday to Tuesday to Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday, and thanks Friday, over and over and over and over again. Um, so I think that's something kind of important to keep in mind in the next, specifically, yeah, like two to three months, as things do kind of get back to being, you know, hopefully kind of normal and stuff. Um, and yeah, I, you know, ideally, and I don't know if this is going to happen, but in my ideal world, because everybody was forced to stay at home and not see anybody for so long, because we had to be exclusively on the internet communicating and all this stuff, I would like to see, I'm going to try and personally foster in my own life an emphasis on being out in the world, meeting with people in actual life, yeah, and getting away from the internet as much as I possibly can. Uh, and of course, I, I have the, the irony of saying this whilst on the internet. But well, I mean, know, hey, in I'm it, but not of it, right? In <laughs> it, but not of it. So I go on the internet yeah. to tell people to get off the internet. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> get off the internet. Uh, listen, man, I, I, I applaud you. And uh, I, I'm on the same page. Um, I'm really making an effort um, to change you know the the i want my new normal to be my new normal you know that's that's like my it. way of explaining it you know like there's going to be a new normal they're going to tell me what the new normal is but my wheels are already turning yeah right I'm my got, new normal i've got some new thing right yeah yeah i think that's and, fantastic man and that's what i'm pushing towards and i think it's important for all of us uh, you know, I hate to be repetitive, but I'm I'm almost repeating it for myself because it's going to be so hard to do. Do not forget the lessons learned during pandemic life. Do not forget the the realizations when you were stuck home and you were scared. And don't forget the, you know, I mean, for me, at least, I realized the most important thing was relationships and good ones, you know? And, and, and people, there's nothing better. You know, I, I, I reconnected with friends, uh, from grade school. Um, me and you got close. Uh, I have, you know, even, even some family members who I wasn't so communicating, you know, communicative with that changed. Um, and I think it, it's going to be so easy. You know, I'm talking to myself here. Yeah. I'm preaching to me. Yeah. Cuz I don't want to fall off this cliff here back to the old normal and I don't want to be a part of the new normal. I want to be a part of my normal, my new normal. And that 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 new normal is it's it's really straightforward. It's not, you know, goal oriented. It's not uh, you know, it's 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 like trying to live, you know, that Tao vibe of you know you just you're just kind of letting life happen your things are coming to you and theoretically this is supposed to still make you very productive useful get things done imagine that but in a in a normal way that that the, the mammon system doesn't even trust us to do because they think we're too stupid precisely <laughs> now the problem is if you prove them right and you act stupid you know well, we, I mean, hey. we do have to actually make a real serious effort 
<clears throat> to go in that direction because that is where the happiness is. You know, what makes you happy? What makes you happy? What makes you happy? I mean, this is a question we should always be asking ourselves. What makes you happy? What makes you happy? Oh, well, you know, if you, if you did something and it made you happy, you should try to put more of that in your life. You know, how many times this, this is the perfect illustration and I'll end with this. Um, cause we're already at the hour, but how many times do you go or me or anyone I've heard this a million times. You go away. And if whether you might go to the beach once a year. But when you go to the beach that one time, you say, man, we got to do this more. <laughs> but do you do it more? Do you do Usually, it Usually, no. No. I know for me, I can say I don't. I, I know for me, me too. I, I'll do a hike. And I'll be like, man, it feels exhilarating you know the whole experience getting there the view breathing that air man i gotta do this often i gotta make this a habit i might not go on a hike for another year so mm -hmm. what i'm my new normal that i'm pushing hard is to use the time constraints and scheduling and all that to do those things that i know make me happy and intentionally, because we'll get pulled, you'll get pulled into something else. You know, things are starting up again. The emails are going out. We're going to start this again. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Do you want to um, <laughs> be on the committee again? Do you want to, you know? No. And <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Maybe not. You know, maybe, maybe that thing was your thing and I, go for it. But I'm right. just saying maybe. It's not. Don't worry. It's not. Leave space to like craft or do less of that and something else, you know, cause, cause you know what, <clears throat> it would be a damn shame and, and sorry, I'm definitely soapboxing, but it would be a damn shame to have gone through this whole thing and, and get all this, uh, time to think and realize what's important. And then just have these jerks start dictating whatever the hell they think the new normal is on your TV set and let them program you. Yeah. This is a chance to program yourself. This is a chance that we may not have again. And I think, in my opinion, my humble opinion, it should not be taken lightly. It's a gift. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I, I may fail, but I'm going to try my damnedest to take this gift and use it, you know, and that's the end of my soapbox. Well, Mike, I think you nailed it, my friend. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have much to add other than I completely agree, man. And I think, uh. There's going to be absolutely nothing in the like national discourse that will say what you just said. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure about that. There will be absolutely everything will be um, just forget about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Thank God it's over. You know, ne never. Um... <laughs> so uh, I'm glad there that you, you go. Said I like that. this. I like this. There's my friend Nikolai. Nick hit, hit the park. Too and go pet some turtles that's what i'm saying <laughs> and that's got and that has what i learned is that's enough exactly f man. it f <laughs> it go ahead and i and i'm gonna predict a little bit of the new normal now that oh yeah you're gonna have people excited i'm back to work you know and the place is pumping and you right. know and you know they're, they're like yeah it's exciting <laughs> i'm gonna take that excitement with a grain of salt you know what I'm saying? Because I, I know where that excitement leads. I've exactly. been there. Uh huh. I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna pet those turtles. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Nikolai. That was excellent. I'm petting turtles. Thank you. Exactly. There you go. See, look. Do less. That. Do less. Do yeah. less. Yeah. Isn't that pandem pandemic wisdom? Absolutely. It, Absolutely. Hey. That's been, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Let's flip. 
let's flip the script man let's not because it's coming man they're going to be pro like you said president said go back to work goldman sachs guy said back to work mm-hmm. and you know what they're doing right now when 50 percent of the people didn't show up at goldman sachs they're strategizing to force them how do we con- using controlling mechanisms sure. to get them back to work with incentives Absolutely. that will be beneficial and disincentives i don't know what the right word is for like shit that scares you and makes you think you're going to lose your job whatever the fancy term for that is absolutely they'll, they'll be doing that too <laughs> and that's what they're going to do man we gotta, and, and we as humans who want to be happy and content we got to fight that fight I the agree. power you know public enemy i agree that i i could not agree more man all right next time fellas <laughs>